0: Why, hello there, everyone! A new week means new movies! And we have a couple interesting ones for you this week, and some garbage, so it's just like any normal week, to be honest. We have movies about aliens, movies about war, and movies about cougars. What else could we really need? It's the week of November 11th, and this is the 19th episode of future flicks wow we've made it to 19 that's a that's a big number right what happens at 19 nothing really because at 18 you can vote and you can you used to be able to buy cigarettes in california but now you have to be 21 for that but um i don't think anything big happens at 19 at 20 you're no longer a teenager so there's that so the next episode the podcast has no reason to be angsty anymore as always, let's start with some news. We only have two stories this week, at least two that I caught. The first one is that Rami Malek from the show Mr. Robot is set to play Freddie Mercury in a Queen biopic. This is the movie that Sasha Baron Cohen reportedly walked away from because the surviving members of Queen were micromanaging it into a terrible movie. So let's hope that this one turns out well. And then there's going to be a Tolkien biopic with director James Strong at the helm. He's directed Doctor Who, Broadchurch, Downton Abbey, and 112263. So let's hope that Peter Jackson just stays far away from this. Otherwise, he will screw it up royally. Well, well, let's get on with the show. We have seven movies this week. And the first one is Come and Find Me. One day, David's girlfriend goes missing, and as he starts a search for her, he learns she may have been lying to him about who she really was. This stars Aaron Paul from Need for Speed, because I mentioned Breaking Bad every other time I say his name, so why not change it up? And Annabelle Wallace from, of all movies, Annabelle. And you know what this movie is? It's gone, baby, gone all over again. Remember Gone Baby Gone from 2007, the Casey Affleck, Morgan Freeman, and Ed Harris written by Ben Affleck and Aaron Stockard? I thought it looked really interesting, but I skipped it in theaters and years, years down the line I see it at Fry's on Super Sale and I buy it and a couple of years after that I pull it off of my shelf and watch it. It wasn't a fantastic movie but it was just really good and I have the feeling that Come and Find Me is going to be the same sort of movie. Come and Find Me looks like it's going to have solid acting with good writing all coming together to make a good movie that's very enjoyable but it's nothing that screams watch me now. This has echoes of Gone Girl in it but hopefully without the bullshit ending and spoiling the twist halfway through. Quick note, I gave Gone Girl a good review when I saw it initially, but it was only after thinking about it for longer and longer that, that I started to get angry about certain things. It was still an enjoyable movie, and I'll still probably watch it again, but if I had to write the review now, I would dock it a couple points. Uh, but back to Come and Find Me. Aaron Paul is a really great actor who unfortunately didn't explode the same way Brian Cranston did. Come and Find Me is going to be a standard mystery thriller, and my only hope is that the twist doesn't come out of nowhere. i like there to be at least a few hints, or something, or, or just a little something, but nothing too overt. My vote is skip this in theaters, but check it out later. Next up on our list is a movie called Almost Christmas. A dysfunctional family gathers together for the first Thanksgiving since their mom died. This stars Gabrielle Union from Bring It On, Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon, Jesse Usher from Independence Day Resurgence, Omar Epps from House, Monique from Precious, and John Michael Higgins from Best in Show. Alright, you've seen this movie before. We all have. It has David E. Talbert at the helm of Helm, and these are his kind of movies, primarily black casts full of stereotypes. We have the man who just can't seem to stay faithful to his wife, who sees any young thing with a nice and throws himself at her. We have the woman that he throws himself at that's just slutty enough to hook up with a guy at her store. We have the loud, oh hell no, type of woman who is big and dramatic in everything she does. And top it all off, we have the white stereotype. And all of this is okay. And I still don't understand why it's okay. You know what? No, it's not okay. They take huge casts full of some actually some actually good actors, and put them into what should be a made-for-TV movie. I can't recommend this to anyone. This looks terrible. Any movie this full of terrible stereotypes isn't worth a watch. My vote, pass. Pass hard. There are better holiday movies to put on your list. Next up on the list, and the last movie before the break, is a movie called L. A successful businesswoman gets raped in her own home, and instead of reporting it, starts to track down the man who did it this stars Isabelle hupert i think that's how you say it who seems to have a thing for bat crazy movies she was in this other french film this is a french movie by the way called the piano teacher which is so crazy it just pissed me off i was so angry at the end of the movie because it was so pointless i bet you some dirty hipster out there will be able to tell you like oh this you just don't understand this movie so it was a classic no it's not it's garbage and this movie looks like garbage too movies like this is why the french are stereotyped as having weird a- films by the premise alone it seems interesting but once you watch a trailer you'll be left thinking what the f- france This isn't entirely fair to France, though, because we don't get all of their movies. Like I've said before, we only get the ones that are either really good and critically acclaimed, or the crazy ones, and this is gonna be the latter. The premise is nothing original, but it looks like the delivery is, so that's something, that's something positive I can say about this movie. So at least France didn't rehash an American movie, so they're being original. Points for them! It also looks like an escaped mental patient watched an American revenge-style movie and tried to recreate it from memory. That's what this looks like. This could be one of those surprising movies that looks bad but winds up being a sleeper hit. But I am not going to hold my breath, though, because it looks terrible. So my vote for this one is you pass on it and don't ever watch it. Well, my friends, it is time for our break. And a word from our friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Also... On the somewhat nerdy podcast network, Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational snarf Chris and the cunning critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome. To the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhat nerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. And we're back, folks, with a movie called Shut In. Mary cares for her child who is rendered brain dead in an accident. One day she decides to take in a little boy who lost his parents, but the child quickly goes missing in the middle of a snowstorm and is presumed dead. That's when Mary begins to see things around her house and thinks there's more to the boy's disappearance than she ever thought. This stars Naomi Watts from Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things, because everyone except me has watched that. Oh my god, I want to watch it. Why can't I have better internet? Woe is me. Okay, that sounded a little sarcastic, but I really do want to check it out. Watch it again for me. If you're out there and you have Netflix and you've seen the show, watch it again for me. Pour one out. Watch it and pour one out for me. That's what you need to do. Thank you very much. Also in this movie is Jacob Tremblay from Room and Oliver Platt from Lake Placid. This one looks interesting. Uh, and I'm seeing more and more horror movies coming out like this, which are more thriller horror or mystery horror. They're not bad movies, but just not what I'm used to, which is a good thing. It prevents the film from being totally predictable because we're so used to these other types of movies, especially now with these the surplus of haunting movies out there. We're so used to them that the patterns are getting familiar. This movie has another interesting angle because Mary's kid is brain dead and he doesn't seem to be the one responsible for the haunting. That is unless these people know how to make a trailer and didn't even hint at that to save it as a surprise for the movie. So if they did, good job. Good for them. Because they know how to make a trailer and how to make something look interesting but keep any of the twists far away from it so we will have no idea what's coming you know i've said it before but here i go again this is going to be the type of movie that i skip in theaters but i end up seeing once it comes out on blu-ray or streaming and i get to watch it one halloween one or two years in the future that doesn't mean it's going to be bad at all it's just not good enough for me to see right away so my vote on this one is pass but you just keep it in mind for later because it does look interesting and it does look like something that could be familiar but different enough to not be not be the same not be the same as everything else next up on the list is billy lynn's long halftime walk news cameras capture what appears to be a heroic battle in iraq and young billy lynn becomes a national star and he's taken to an event after Event After Event as a Hero. The trouble is, the cameras didn't capture what really happened. This stars Joe Alwyn in his first ever movie. Kristen Stewart from movies like Adventureland, Vin Diesel from Triple X, Garrett Hedlund from Tron Legacy, Steve Martin from The Three Amigos, and Chris Tucker from The Fifth Element. This movie's already getting Heavy criticism from a lot of people, but not about it as a film, but about how it portrays the military. And like I always say, I am not here for that. I am here to judge it on how it looks as a movie. Whether or not it it portrays the military properly, that is not for me to decide. And I don't care, because if I go to see this, I'm going to go see a movie. If it was a documentary, or if it was based on a true story, then that would be different. But this is not based on a true story. It just seems like it should be, kind of like The Shallows was. Actually, some others, though, are praising the movie. Uh, other sources, like IndieWire, are praising it and Ang Lee's vision for this movie. Ang Lee, of course, is the director behind such hits as Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Brokeback Mountain, but also did the Hulk movie with Eric Banna, which was terrible. This seems like it's going to start after the iraq battle and so it'll start as he's already in the press circuit but the truth about what happened and more about billy lynn will be revealed through flashbacks this isn't based on a true story like i said earlier so there's not going to be any fact checking needed so don't worry about that if you're a stickler for the truth in movies and but this is based off a book by ben fountain an author i know nothing about and i looked him up just to see if there's anything i may have read of his uh, but no no he, do- he doesn't look like an interesting author the acting looks good, though it has Kristen Stewart and Vin Diesel in it. Kristen Stewart has gotten a lot better since her Twihard days, and Vin Diesel is a great actor, but can also come across really wooden. But I blame direction on that, and also typecasting. His role in Saving Private Ryan shows he can be a really good actor. It's just the typecasting again. I don't have friends. I have family. God, I really love the Fast and Furious series, like, so much. They were so ridiculous and so good. They are so bad they were good. Oh, man. But I really want to see Vin Diesel do a movie that will really challenge him and will show everyone that he's re- really a really good actor. Because he's done things that are great. It's just that the things he's done that are really good, his part has either been really small in it or no one saw it. The trailer didn't show any of Steve Martin or Chris Tucker, but I'm excited to see how they'll do it in an Ang Lee movie, or in a serious movie at all. They've both done serious roles, but I don't think they've done quite a movie quite like this before, so it'll be really interesting. The thing is, this just looks like any regular war movie. Nothing insanely special like Saving Private Ryan or Hacksaw Ridge, which I still haven't seen yet, but... Hopefully I will soon. And that's why I didn't make this my pick. It's probably going to be a fine movie, but just not good enough to get my butt out of my chair and into a theater. My vote is watch this, but just do it later. We have two movies left, my friends. Two movies left. Which one is my pick? Okay, I think you can guess which one my pick is. But the next movie up is really worth a look too. That movie is called Dreamland. Monty is a part-time piano player who has dreams of opening up his own piano bar. He gets a job at a hotel and attracts the attention of an older woman who wants him to be her piano teacher. As it turns out, piano keys aren't the only thing she wants to bang. She begins a purely physical relationship with him, but it leaves him wanting more. The trouble is, she just wants fun, and has a husband. This puts a spin on the, on his life that was starting to slowly come together dreamland stars johnny simmons from scott pilgrim vs. the world amy landecker from transparent and jason schwartzman from rushmore this was almost my pick it was so close but the other movie just squeaked by just a little bit because it looked just a little bit better also the other movie looks like something that would benefit more from the big screen This isn't an entirely unique movie, just like Elle, but it's presented in a way that makes it look unique. A May-December relationship that makes a young man question what he knows about love? We've seen it. A struggling musician chasing their dream? We've seen that. But all these elements put together in this way, we haven't seen this before. It has such an adult theme to it, and each character is also an adult, but it still feels like a coming-of-age movie, and I think it shows that even after you're an adult, There's still plenty of lessons to learn. Johnny Simmons is really impressing me these days. I talked about him last when Late Bloomers came out, and even back then I didn't recognize him as Young Neil from Scott Pilgrim. This movie has a great cast, but all these people rarely headline big movies, and they all really deserve to, because they are fantastic at what they do. This looks like a funny and romantic slice-of-life movie that will leave you with a smile on your face. Unless there's some some hidden darkness to the movie that the trailer failed to even hint at. But I bet you this is going to be a very solid bet for a good movie. I just think that the next one's going to be a little better. So my vote for Dreamland is you watch it. Maybe you even watch it in theaters if the next film isn't up your alley. But no matter what you do, check this out. It looks fun. It also has a really good song in the trailer by Wonder Wonder called Midnight Hours so check that out. So it's time for my pick, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for that pick, and we all know what it is, because there's only one movie left, and it's the biggest movie of the week, and that is Arrival. A linguist is recruited by the military to assist in translating alien communication. This stars Amy Adams from American Hustle, Jeremy Renner from Hurt Locker, and Forrest Whitaker from Platoon. Alright, this one looks really good, but the thing that bothers me is about how it's being advertised. The trailer looks okay, and the only thing that made this my pick was piecing both of them together that made it, in my eyes at least, look look as good as it does. What also bothers me is that they keep on bragging that Rotten Tomatoes gives them 100%. Rotten Tomatoes gave The Hobbit The Desolation of Smog, a certified fresh. Those wouldn't know a good movie if they were connected to it in a human centipede how do these bags have so much clout in the movie industry i mean really all right but let's move on at first i thought this was a remake of the 1996 movie the arrival with charlie sheen which was a woefully underappreciated movie by the way but then i saw the trailers and saw it was something completely different this seems like it's going to be a lot like the older movies with aliens in it where they visit and they want to be peaceful at first or at least we're not sure what their intentions are but then some American some hothead politician or hothead military dude like attacks them or something that's it we started a war that we can't win the first Independence Day kind of took that idea and went off in a direction uh, went off in a different direction with it that really worked so hopefully Arrival will take that same very basic idea and make something really new with it because that's at least what it seems like they're trying to do. I bet you Amy Adams is somehow going to make a connection with these with these aliens and start to be able to translate what they're saying, but something something is going to Catch her up. And then she's not going to be able to get some part of this message right. So she's going to be spending a lot of time on it. But maybe the the government official or the military, uh, the military person played by Forrest Whitaker, won't want to wait anymore. Or want, won't want to risk American lives or, you know, human lives and just go uh, start attacking the aliens. Or... Or they'll go more of an Independence Day route where she thinks she's translated what they're saying, but guess what? She's totally wrong. She got the words for war and peace wrong, and they're actually all doomed. But that's just an early guess at this point because both of the trailers for this look looked very similar and didn't really show much that was a lot that was new which I, I, I kind of like that part just because it doesn't show too much where you think you've seen the whole movie. So at least with this one, there's a lot of mystery, but maybe just a little too much mystery. Who knows? This looks like a beautiful movie with impressive graphics and big sweeping scenes of a of the world with the ships floating right above the ground and an interesting language that somehow some human with no basis on any of this finds a way to translate so hopefully they'll have a good explanation on how she's able to translate this because if not it's gonna bug the out of me amy adams jeremy renner forrest whitaker are all fantastic actors so i i trust the acting in this movie the only thing that that's questionable now is the writing this is based on a book by sci-fi author ted chang that and he won a nebula award for it the uh the short story is called story of my life it was adapted to the screen by eric Heiser Heiser, i think that's it who wrote the thing the 2011 thing and lights out as well as the nightmare on elm street remake which i didn't think was that bad and final destination 5 and also the director is dennis via via nivone via whatever dennis something and he directed sicario so seems like it has really good people in charge so hopefully it will be a really good movie and i'm willing to bet it will be because rotten tomatoes gave it a hundred percent no don't listen to those a-holes Heck, take what I say with a grain of salt. Listen to yourself. Watch a trailer for Arrival if you haven't seen it yet. Watch a trailer for all these movies and make up your own mind. I'm just here to give you my thoughts on it and tell you about more about the movies, some of them you may have non- already known about, some you may not have known about. But always look for yourself. But who knows? Your taste in movies and may- my taste in movies could be vastly different. So my vote for this one is this is the one you see in theaters this week. Well, my friends, that is it. That has been episode 19 of Future Flicks. So let's end with the regular housekeeping. You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, and any podcast listening app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website. Need to reach me? Leave a comment for me on the Somewhat Nerdy site or the Facebook page. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Hit me up on Twitter, BilliamSWN. Email me, billiamreviews at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Square Circle, also on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Also check out the Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Don't forget to check out the Somewhat Nerdy site for all of the latest blogs and news. And lastly, my dear friends, my dear, dear listeners, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time. To catch a flick. I'm Billion from Somewhat Nerdy, signing off. I'll see you in the future.